Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, Incline listeners. Looking to start your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Now, you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can have it heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to The Incline, your Dodgers podcast for Dodgers talk, rumors, updates, and everything Dodgers. I'm Kevin Klein. I'm David Rosenthal. I'm Ian Nielsen. We're your host, and this podcast is powered by Dodgers Lowdown. And without further ado, it's let's ride. Time for the words that are recited before each and every game here at Dodger Stadium. Take it away, Finn. It's time for Dodger Baseball. What's up, everyone? Thank you for checking out The Incline. We're recording the night of January 14th. We have a lot to talk about today. It's going to be a very exciting show. Lots to dive into, so we're just going to kick it off right away. Today's leading story, of course, Major League Baseball, throwing it down on the Houston Astros. You guys let me know if I, get, if I miss anything, but it's a $5 million fine. They took away their first and second round draft picks of 2020-2021 GM and manager AJ Hinch and Jeff Luno were suspended one year we'll get to the aftermath in a second and personally for me I don't think that's enough I'm pretty much appalled that their rings weren't taken away this is a very light punishment I want to hear what you guys have to say um, yeah, I, I'm 100% with you. It's not enough. Not only do I not think it's enough, I know it's not enough. Um, obviously, um, sorry, spoiler alert if you don't know, the aftermath is that Jeff Lunau and A.J. Hinch were then fired by Astros owner Jim Crane. It should not have taken the weak MLB punishment for Jim Crane and the Astros to actually have to fire these guys. First things first, they should have received lifetime bans, along with all their talented players. The Houston Astros, and I agree with you, stripping them of the title is the right thing to do. They need to be stripped of the title. But to me, that's just kind of a formality. You're doing it because we recognize in baseball that it's not right. All of us watched the Astros win that World Series. You know, it's tainted now, we know. But we watched them win the World Series. Getting rid of it doesn't change much. What they should be doing is getting forced to be punished far worse now. And I think that starts by forcing them to forfeit their top 10 most talented players or something like that. They, they need to be hit hard to make, ensure that they fail for a decade in the future. That, and it should not have taken the ownership firing those guys on their own. It should have been an MLB lifetime ban. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's definitely too light. 
uh, I like taking away the draft picks, uh, you know, $5 million, the maximum fine, which is a whole problem in itself because apparently the World Series generated them an extra $60 million. But I think what it comes down to is that title should be vacated. Uh, you know, I'm not in favor of banning these players for life. Uh, I, I am in favor of stripping the title because clearly that is how they won the World Series. Uh, you know, people say maybe it didn't help them. No, it, it absolutely helped them. Uh, you know, I have splits for you right here. 2017 postseason. At home, they were 8-1. and one. On the road, they were 3-6. and six. At home, they averaged 5.7 runs a game. On the road, 3. Average at home, 273. Average on the road, 208. 18 home runs at home, 9 on the road. And slugging percentage, 519 at home and 347 on the road. Uh, it's, it's inexcusable. I mean, it's pathetic. It is a, it is a travesty to the game. Uh, this is worse than the 1919 Black Sox scandal because these guys actually harmed another team. At least with the Black Sox, they only screwed over themselves, you know. Uh, it's, it's, it's a joke uh, that Houston should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, every fan of the Astros should be ashamed of their team. And it's, it's a sad day. You know, the Dodgers got screwed. The Indians got screwed. The Yankees got screwed. Everyone they played got screwed. And it's, you know, that, that title should have been vacated. And I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't upset about it. Yeah, the major irony with all of this, and I know the players' union would get involved, and that's exactly what Manfred is trying to avoid. Yeah. But each player got a $438,000 bonus for winning the World Series. When you accumulate all that, we're talking about over $11 million in prize money and who cares let them keep the bonuses just take away the title man you know it's i don't see they wouldn't have to go through the players unit to just strip the title uh 2017 should be a no world series champion and let me make it clear i don't want the dodgers to get the title i don't want no, that absolutely i don't think not. i don't think the dodgers players want that i don't think anyone wants that i want an empty world series champion for 2017 because what the astros did was disgraceful and pathetic and Alex Cora and AJ Hinch should all be, should all be banned for life. I was a little surprised to see that only two guys from the Houston Astros were getting suspensions, the GM and the manager. Of course, you know, those are always the figurehead, the big positions of guys that um, are found responsible for things like this, but I'm a little surprised that they weren't able to get rid of more guys. Um, And I, and I disagree with the bonus because they, they clearly did not deserve to win that championship. And, you know, it, you cannot conclude that they would be the champions, especially – I'm sorry. I can't be convinced after watching the Dodgers put up 12 runs in Houston that the Dodgers should not have probably won the World Series that year. Who knows if they would have even been playing the Astros. That's a whole other story. I don't think they would have. Um, another punishment, I think anyone that was on that active roster who received that $480,000 bonus or whatever the exact number was, should they should obviously have it taken away from them. I know that would go in through the players' union and stuff. That would be the big thing. Um, the union would never let that happen. No. But um, in, in an ideal world, uh, they get stripped of that money and it gets forced. Um, all the money is put into Little League. Um, and then hopefully they're able to create programs to teach kids about the integrity of the game of baseball and the integrity of, you know, just being a decent human and not cheating. Um, for, for example, just talking about cheating, it might, real quick anecdote, Arizona State University, if you are found cheating on an exam, a final, um, even homework in a lot of cases, any sort of assignment, you get something called an XE, which is not only showing that you failed the class, but you cheated. 
you can try to appeal that suspension a year prior or year um, after that exact date that you were handed that out. Nobody ever beats it. You will not be able to get into grad school. It will show up to future employers. You will be blackballed out of industries. The fact that baseball players who are cheating the game, a multi-billion dollar industry, are not getting punished. I, I don't understand how the players aren't getting punished. So I have to watch Alex Bregman and his smug little pissant face walk around in the game. It, it's just ridiculous. I don't know how the players – not every active member except for Mike Fires of that Houston Astros World Series team. Um, I don't know how they're not serving some sort of suspension yeah, I, some I, sort of punishment. I agree with the sentiment, but it, it would just be too hard to figure out who was involved. You know, I mean, obviously all of them were involved, but apparently some of them didn't even want the info. So, you know, it, that, that's just tricky. And like Kevin said, going through the players union, doing all that stuff. I like the uh, suggestion of donating their bonuses to the, to the little league or whatever. But again, that you know that it's been two it's been three almost three years two years and you know that money can already have been spent so that would just be a, a nightmare and again the problem oh, is yeah. the, the problem is the five million dollar maximum fine i mean that clearly needs to be changed because if that wasn't yeah. there you know the astros could have got fined 60 million dollars and then we're talking in terms of a fair financial compensation they should be like i i just feel like they should be punished in the luxury tax there there should be some sort of thing where their luxury tax it, like everyone's at 206 there should be forced to like 106 like they should be something full- else is missing yeah. for sure yeah two, two they, quick they points. need to be crippled in my opinion they just need to be crippled for the future right. and i won't I, be happy since they're not gone and unfortunately you know their draft picks they're going to be picking in the late 20s so you know these first you know these first and second rounders aren't going to be alex bregman of the future you know they drafted no. bregman i think it was second overall uh correa was first overall so you know it's not I like taking away the draft picks, which hinders them a little bit, but, you know, it, it could have absolutely been. Bellinger was a fourth rounder. You can find talent late in rounds. Go on. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. So two quick points. The Houston Astros have pretty much dug their own grave now. It was only back on October 24th where they fired their assistant general manager, Brandon Taubman. Don't forget about that guy. Yeah, oh, yeah that's scumbag. He was fired for his outrage sexist. on reporters being sexist defending domestic abusers. The, the Astros, they're just at the bottom of the barrel now in terms of class. They are a joke of a franchise, and for the next decade, if not longer, people are going to look down upon them. I expect them to be booed at every away game from this point moving forward. Angels fans are going to let them hear it. The few oh, yeah. A's fans that show up at that stadium, they're going to let them hear it. Mariners fans, you better be there too. And, of course, by the time Houston comes to L.A., which is a long time from now, we're going to let them hear it too. And I just don't think this punishment is enough. I don't think it's enough of a deterrent to have future teams be scared from attempting to cheat as well, especially when you got Carlos Beltran out in the New York Mets. So MLB needs to come down on these teams harder moving forward. That's a punishment in itself, honestly. Yeah. And, you know, it's – it's just a shame. You know, you see these guys in the 19, you know, 1919, you know, shoeless Joe Jackson, who got lifetime bans, no hall of fame, nothing. And, you know, to see this not even be stripped of the championship, you know, I don't even, I don't care about the lifetime bans. Just take away the title. They clearly didn't do it on their own. This is worse than steroids to me because it was team team wide and it affected other teams and their quest for a championship. This is worse than steroids for me. Yeah, Darla Jimenez on Twitter, at DarlingDarla18, also agrees with us. She seems like this punishment is like a line in the sand unless 
harsher punishments are promised because well, an- yeah. Another another point that's brought up is um, this goes with anything. Um, if you're raising kids and you have younger siblings and they watch their older sibling, you know, sneak out past curfew and they get a slap on the wrist punishment, you're going to believe just through conditioning that you can go out and do the same thing and the punishment won't be severe. Now, this sets a bad precedent in the MLB that other teams to win a championship will only cost you $5 million and a couple draft picks. The Houston Astros did not have to fire A.J. Hinch. They did not have to fire Jeff Lunau and their stupid, idiotic fan base who acts like eight-year-old children seem to think that those two deserve to be there and are angry that they're gone. I get that you're angry, but, um, you know, integrity, you know, you seem to lack all of it. Um, All this is setting is that to win a World Series, the pinnacle of of baseball, which does so much for a franchise, revitalizes it, does so much, changes it, really doesn't cost much if you're going to do it the wrong way. So this, to me, the bigger issue is setting a bad precedent in the MLB. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, but you know what? The bottom line is this. They, they are the 2017 champions as of now. And you know what will follow them forever is an asterisk to that. Because oh, yeah. people won't forget. Fans won't forget. Players won't forget. No one will forget. They cheated, and that's with them until the end of time. Period. So, you know, obviously it stings that, you know, the title's not stripped. But it's, it's tainted forever, and there's absolutely nothing Jim Crane, anyone in Houston, certainly not A.J. Hinch or uh, Jeff Lunau can do about it. So, you know, it's, you know it, it's, yeah. it is what it is. You know, it's tainted forever, no matter yeah, for, what. For all our USC Trojan listeners out there, yeah. I'm sure they can relate to this because Reggie Bush cost USC a national championship trophy, and it had nothing to do with it any on the field play it was just a simple fact that he accepted gifts a car a limo ride whatever none of this had to do with giving usc any type of advantage on the field and yet ncaa stripped them of their title and wins yeah ncaa has a hammer and rob rob manfred has his thumb yeah no ncaa for a league that um i believe struggles and comes short in a lot of ways um you know specifically with their players uh they 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 came correct on that one. And to me, that was, that was a severe punishment. And that was, in my opinion, way lesser than what the Houston Astros did. Reggie, why wouldn't you want to go to USC if you have the opportunity? They were a powerhouse program with a great coach. He was in a head there anyways. All those gifts, you know, the schmoozing, it probably wasn't right, but it did not have the impact that this did, in my opinion. Um, no, no on-field implications whatsoever. None, none whatsoever. Yeah. And if we weren't given enough great news today, his name was brought up earlier. Yeah. The Boston Red Sox basically told Alex Cora, you're not coming back. So they agreed to mutually part ways today. Alex Cora, the former Dodgers second baseman from 1998 to 2004. If there's one guy I would like to see a lifetime ban, it's this scumbag, Alex Cora. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Alex Cora, it, it's it's hard to um, – I, I know there's some. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blank on names because my memory is not the greatest. I wasn't alive for a lot of it. He – it's hard to find many Dodgers that uh, have brought shame not only to themselves but the game of baseball. Ex Dodgers, current uh, like like Alex Cora. He he's among the worst. He's one of the worst to ever put on a baseball uniform. Um, <laughs> and and to me, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, I I'm always gonna wonder. He orchestr- He was. I mean, he clearly played a big role in this when he was with Houston because it followed him from Houston all the way over to Boston. And then there was the watch. Apple Watch scandal. Mm-hmm. How is MLB so slow at catching this? Is what I'm wondering. Alex Cora b- did this over two different franchises. 
he had his fingerprints on this scandal two different places and seemingly it took the MLB until almost 2020 to figure it out when it was starting likely before 2017 and the only reason they really found out was because of Mike Fires. that's right who deserves a statue yeah who who Astros fans you know want to say snitches get stitches um you know here's another opportunity um a lot of times and we watched it happen in the NFL people can do something wrong and then their conscience they're growing they're maturing as a human being you know this is like not just baseball stuff this is like being a human being inside you can mature and you can do right afterwards. Michael Vick was immature and did terrible, awful things. And he wrote that ship and did right. Mike Fires is not a snitch. He did something wrong or at least participated on a team that did something wrong knowingly. And he did right. He got right. He wrote this ship. Stop saying he's a snitch. Stop saying all that because he was not going to get punished. He did this and admitted it on his own because he grew as a human being. Yeah, morally, exactly. He's the only one of them who had an ounce of integrity. Yeah. And, and the, the, thing, the thing that really pissed me off is how smug they were about it. The smugness and the arrogance of A.J. Hinch during that press conference in New York when they asked him about it is mind-blowing. It's like he never thought he could ever get caught. The players, Bregman walking around, all of them looking around in the dugout, whispering, and it all makes sense now. Their arrogance finally got the best of them because Mike Fires had an ounce of integrity. And you know what, A.J. Hinch and Alex Cora, you two have all the time in the world to talk about it now. <laughs> and the irony as well, both of those guys are supposed to be friends with Dave Roberts, the dog manager. They are. They are. <laughs> that's, the, that's the funniest thing is they are, especially Hinch apparently, they're close friends, which, which yeah. is the least surprising thing in the world. And I, my, my like, I, I would guess Dave Roberts' reaction to this is just like, oh, well, you got us. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, Dave Roberts is such a passive beta that it's almost, yeah. you know. Yeah, he really yeah. is, though. It's, it's like, it's, God, you like the guy, but just, oh, my And then, God. of course, MLB asked cojones. all the other teams to not put out a statement regarding this. They want them all to stay hush-hush. I, I love, absolutely, real quick, just want to say, I am so proud of my team, the L.A. Dodgers, for, I, I'm assuming it's Sujo, whoever was in charge, the intern, posting the screenshot of that thing on Twitter where it says, you're not allowed to say, so all the fans could talk crap. It was marvelous it was petty it was so la it was so something i would do and i just want to like congratulate promote whoever it was to some higher position or give him a raise outstanding move yeah and dodger fans have rightfully been just soaking this in and you all of you absolutely deserve to don't stop don't let anyone tell you oh everyone cheats no we were robbed and you can say whatever the hell you want absolutely final point i just want to bring it up no player in baseball has been screwed more than Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp should have been the 2011 MVP, lost it because Ryan Braun was cheating on steroids. Matt Kemp very well could have had a fair shot to win the 2018 World Series. Boston Red Sox stole that from him. And now putting in both those factors, probably going to hurt his Hall of Fame consideration, which will screw him over as well. You know what, Kevin? I want to, you know what? I got to bring up one quick thing. Uh, you guys can chime in. Um, the other thing that I think is forgotten in this whole Astro scandal that people have talked about actually, but we uh, forgot is players' reputations, players' livelihood, players' lives were changed because of that World Series. You Darvish received threats. Yeah, do you Clayton see what his Kershaw wife said? Received threats. Oh, yeah, it's, it's 
absolutely absurd. Joe Girardi got fired. Joe Girardi lost his job. Luckily, he's going to manage again, but it, yeah. I'm sure it, other players got absurd. cut too. Yeah. Uh, it, Kershaw's it reputation has been changed forever yeah. and tarnished as is Jansen. Jansen hasn't Jansen, been yeah. the same since that. The confidence has absolutely not been the same. Yeah, and and I, I just want to I want to quickly um, apologize. Um, I, I'd been critical of a lot of these players. I've been critical of Jansen, right, and rightfully so. There's been a decline, absolutely, and you got to be critical of athletes. Fair, um, Clayton Kershaw. I I know you upset me a lot in this last postseason the most, but in 2017. You look like nails at Dodger Stadium, and you look like nails against every other team, even on the road against the Houston Astros, except for the Houston Astros. You were at your prime. You were robbed of a championship. I would like to make a thorough apology, and I think I'm going to do to you what I do to Jared Goff and defend just until the death. So, Yeah, no, Clayton Kershaw's a warrior. He, if anyone got robbed, it's him. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, man. Kenta Maeda, I would love to issue an apology for giving you such a rough time for asserting <laughs> that, that three-run home run to Al- Jose Altuve. You Darvish, you still suck. Hitter uh, and I, Judge I, the MVP. I exa- yeah, yeah. Judge got ro- robbed of an MVP there too. And just for the record, in the 2017 playoffs, Altuve at home, 472 batting average on the road, 143. <laughs> All right. Is there and anything else we, you guys would yeah, like to add? Before we move on, I, I want to read a couple of comments we got. Uh, Lindsay Adams, LA Tweets 22 says. Punishments were garbage. The only good thing to come out of it is the Trash Tros organization and the majority of their fans can no longer deny they cheated. The championship that should have been vacated will forever be tainted. Couldn't agree more. And then Dividend Doug Nation says, while the Astros and their ownership try to deflect from the fact that their trash can technology raised their postseason camera gate home team OPS, a ridiculous 230 points over the road <laughs> production, baseball fans know that the Astros would not have gotten past the Yanks without cheating. So, you know, everyone agrees. I mean, it's pretty simple. The numbers speak for themselves. Uh, and the Astros were basically all of them were on some, some form of steroids. You know, I mean, they knew what was coming. Very well said. Moving on, the Dodgers have made a few moves in the past couple weeks. So we'll start with the most familiar name. It's Alex Wood, our 2017 Game 4 World Series hero. He's back signing him to a one-year $4 million deal with some incentives. How are you guys feeling about Alex Wood making his return to Los Angeles? Very grateful. Um, Alex Wood was on his way, I believe, to not stardom, but he was on his way to becoming a very, very, very reliable pitcher with the Los Angeles Dodgers organization. Uh, There were definitely injuries, but, man, the guy could throw a sinker. The guy had good stuff, and he's been going to driveline now, which I'm I'm not sure all of you guys are aware of it, it's like a state-of-the-art baseball facility, outstanding coaching. It's, it's, it's basically like what the rich parents pay for travel ball, but basically it seems like MLB players are going to it now, Arizona. Um, so Alex Wood coming back to the Dodgers on a four-year deal. Uh, I'm getting a little nostalgic over a dude that was here 12 months ago. Um, outstanding move, can pitch out of the pen, can pitch in the rotation. I think it kind of shores up their rotation a little bit. Because to be quite honest, I think a lot of a lot of us saw this guy as a part of the future of the rotation. Um, absolutely um, was on his way, I think, to making a big contract this year had he not got the injury. It's unfortunate. I wish he hadn't gotten hurt. Uh, but he's got this opportunity now to go back to an outstanding organization that's well run, that is very analytical, that I believe will take advantage of the fact that he does this. He'll be able to rebuild his value. And I think it's a win-win for both L.A. and for Alex Wood. 
Yeah, uh, super low risk, uh, you know, $4 million one-year deal. Uh, he has incentives that can take it up to $10 million, I think. But, yeah, I mean, you can't forget his World Series performance. You know, he threw five and two-thirds, I think, of one-run uh, baseball in Houston. He was basically – While the his only... signs were being exposed. Yeah, exactly. With, while, the, while the hitters knew what was coming, he still only gave up one run in about six innings. Uh, so, you know, he's got, he's got the stuff if he can stay healthy. Uh, and he's a good clubhouse guy. You know, he's friends with Turner. Uh, I think he fits in real well. I mean, he knows half of these guys already. Uh, so, again, you know, they're not going to be relying on him to eat up any serious amount of innings. He could always pitch out of the bullpen as well. Uh, so, you know, why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, the positives are he's only age 29, so he's still fairly young. Coming off a very rough season, only made seven starts, went one and three with a 580 ERA. But, yeah, the upside is definitely there. And then the Dodgers also signed another low-risk, high-reward guy. And his name's Jimmy Nelson from the Milwaukee Brewers. The thing yeah, I like Nelson, this one. He's coming off a major shoulder surgery and has yet to rebound. But maybe this is the year. I like Nelson a lot. Uh, you know, in 2019, he didn't pitch too much. I think he only pitched in 10 or so games, some of it out of the bullpen. But, you know, he ranks in the top 80%. 85% of curveball spin and, and 75% in fastball spin. So he's got the stuff. And, you know, in 2017, he was really good. He was top 10 in the league in ERA with a 3.49 ERA, went 12 and 6 in 175 innings with uh, 199 Ks. Uh, so Nelson's a guy who, you know, could end up being that, that, you know, fourth starter, fourth or fifth starter. So I like this signing a lot. If it took the words right out of my mouth, because I was about to rattle off some 85th, 70, 75th, you know, whatever percentile, uh, go on Baseball Savant. First thing I do, anytime the Dodgers sign any player, especially pitchers, go right to Baseball Savant, take a yep. look at his stat cast, see what kind of tools Andrew Freeman's looking for, because a lot of times it's the same guys. Um, for $1 million, what is it, like $1 million, it could get to like $13 million in incentives. Um, it, it's just an absolute steal of a deal. He was a second-round pick for a reason, because he's insanely talented, he's massive, He's got raw stuff. Um, you know, considering the last couple of years have been disastrous for him, he's got some respectable career numbers. You know, 4.22 ERA, 1.37 whip. Not not terrible uh, for a guy that you're going to be paying a million uh, guaranteed to. Uh, I think he will earn a lot of incentives. He can do a lot of things. Um, he's also my long-lost cousin whose family <laughs> misspelled their name when they came over. That's simply what it is. So remember me when those incentives kick in, Jimmy. Um, quick thing I want to also address. You know, Dodgers obviously have brought in other relief pitchers beyond these two. What would you guys say last year, through most of the season, was the area the Dodgers needed to improve the most? Bullpen. Bullpen. And, and I give credit to Friedman. There's, there, there was a huge rush to – we have to sign uh, Garrett Cole. We have to sign Anthony Rendon because we didn't get past the Washington Nationals in the first round, and we hadn't won a World Series. The L.A. Dodgers – have addressed their biggest area of concern. I know outside of Blake Trinan, these aren't the most proven names. But again, the Dodgers have had the most amount of success finding guys dumpster diving. I say that in air quotes. Brandon Morrow was a minor league contract, as is a guy like Eduary Ramos. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, mm -hmm. They've done an outstanding job finding these relief pitchers, and I think they continue their work doing it this year. Yeah, Ramos, another guy you just brought him up. Another low-risk, <laughs> high-upside guy. They invited him to a minor league deal. Coming over from the Phillies, coming off a very rough season as well. 
One last thing I wanted to throw out there about Nelson. I remember back in 2017, he got involved in a pitcher's duel with Clayton Kershaw. Both Kershaw and Nelson struck out over 10 guys, and Nelson tied his career high with 11 strikeouts against the Dodgers. So the talent, the raw stuff is definitely there. Yeah, I mean, if he and Wood can stay healthy, they're both very you know viable options, either starting or in relief. All right, I think this brings us to the out-of-left-field segment. Does anyone have something they want to talk about? Wow, you just came out of left field with that, man. <laughs> Shut um, up, Ian. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't know what to talk about other than uh, the fact that the Tennessee Titans look like the most improbable Oakland A's uh, NFL team to get this far, and they look really strong. The NFL playoffs have been absolutely brutal, as I seem to be wrong with every pick. Um yeah, I didn't really prepare yeah, for this a whole lot, but um, yeah, the it, it's just amazing to see how through the NFL we've gone through the air raid. We're doing these new offenses, the innovative young head coach, and yet it is the team with a defensive head coach, uh, quarterback who's throwing f- less than fifteen times a game for less than a hundred yards, and their simplistic offense with a massive running back is trucking the favorites to the Super Bowl: New England, Baltimore. We'll see if Kansas City's next, but um, I guess the out of left field would be um, watching these teams that are seemingly doing stuff that a lot of these baseball teams are doing, the low-budget baseball teams. They're winning with the little ways they can, and as simple as it might be, it's working. Yeah, Titans give a real serious uh, Nationals vibe this year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. One second. Go ahead. If you want to listen to an episode of – Completely wrong NFL picks, like Ian said. Check out the last <laughs> episode of The Incline, where me and Ian the one right make fools this. of ourselves. I call Lamar Jackson the future. He's 0-2 in playoff games. All right, David. I call Drew Brees the GOAT. Okay, oh, go on. Okay. Before I address my out of left field, Tom Brady's absolutely the GOAT. And I told both System. of you that, that the Chiefs would win that game when they were down 24-0. Uh, so if you want to listen to anyone's NFL picks, uh, it's at underscore the real D-Rose. Okay. My out of left field is kind of somewhat aggressive. Um, so this would be, this is about driving. And basically I've had enough with people on the road. And if I was president, my first act as president would be called the move along act. And what I would do is implement speed minimums. I get speed limits. Obviously we need speed limits, but we need speed minimums. It should absolutely be a, a, a ticket at the least if you're going 20 miles an hour in a 45 zone. You're holding up everyone. It's dangerous. And what are you doing out there? Just what are you guys doing out there on the road? I mean, just enforce it. It's, it's ridiculous. And then secondly, everyone over, the, over retirement age, if you're over like 55 or 60 or whatever it is, you need to take the driving test every year. Some of these people should not be out on the road. I get they have to go places, but they're a danger to society and they're a danger to themselves. So I've had it. Go the speed limit. Don't go over the speed limit, but don't go under the speed limit. Everyone, I, don't, I also don't get traffic. Like, why doesn't everyone just go? Like, we're all going to the same place, so why don't we all just go the same speed? That's some real big brain stuff right there, man. That's right? like, uh, that's like some real I big get, brain like, stuff right there. I get that like bottlenecks on the freeway and like on ramps and on ramps. But like if everyone was just going, there wouldn't be any traffic. 
I actually have a theory about that, but we don't have enough time right now. So tweet me at Klein25 and I'll tell you the reason for that. Okay, okay. Kevin, go ahead. All right, I'll keep mine quick. This has to do with 007. So for all my James Bond fans out there, No Time to Die is coming out in April. But my issue is they announced today Billie Eilish. If you don't know who Billie Eilish is, she's an 18-year-old pop grunge singer. Just announced singing the upcoming theme song for this No Time to Die film. And I am triggered. Why? She was literally a nobody just a year ago. And of all the great artists out there, they go to this American little entitled corporate girl based in Los Angeles to sing the theme song. You already tortured us with Sam Smith. Now you got Billie Eilish. We've had greats like Duran Duran, Shirley Bassey, AHA, even Madonna, and now Billie Eilish. Unacceptable. It could have been Muse. It could have been Radiohead. It could have been Adele again. She was phenomenal, but no. Billie Eilish, unacceptable. Yeah, I was about to say that, you know, having Adele, you know, who is a very talented singer, almost makes it seem like they dug Frank Sinatra out of the ground or something and revived him to life in comparison to this. All right. So we have a few. I don't really have a take on that. But I'm sorry you're so upset about it. Yeah, it's it's a bummer, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't I don't watch it's movies. Okay. It's I, gonna be okay. If Do I you... watch movies, I would have a take. But like, I I don't know what's wrong with me, dude. Like, I have this. I I have like a 15 minute attention. I I can unless it's like a high stakes game, I can sit in front of the TV for about 15 minutes and then I got to get up and go do something or I lose my mind. I I don't know what it is with movies. I think movie theaters. Here's I'm gonna go out of left field for a second. Movie theaters are the absolute worst. I don't get the point of them. Um, even the recliner ones, they're, they're barely tolerable. But, dude, there's like I, – I could give you the names of the websites, but I'm not going to roll myself like that. There's so many of those websites. You guys all know the names of them. They're up there, like when the movies go out. If you really want to watch it, I don't know why you're paying money to go sit there and eat their subpar popcorn and their candy portions that are just absurdly just ridiculous for the money you pay. And you're paying for a ticket, and you're slushy. It's just. Uh, Have you ever movies. been to a movie by yourself? No. Yes. It's, it's a it's an experience. You, it's a real adult move. You know, you go there. You're on your you're on your own. You're out in the wild. No one knows where you are, and you're just enjoying a couple hours of cinema. It's a real power power adult move. all the time. Yeah. Is all it? Right. Ba- yeah, I just it's 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 hard for me to not uh, be able to go to my phone, but I'm gonna have to check that out sometime. All right, to close out my thoughts real quick, I'm just really glad we got to hear Chris Cornell and Paul McCartney sing some James Bond songs. Any James Bond fan out there to know, the intro song sets the tone, and I'm very unhappy. So we got a few minutes left, so if you guys have any closing thoughts, anything else Dodgers or sports-related, would love to hear it right now. Yeah, well... It's a shame. I mean, the, the, you know, the overall takeaway is it's, it's a shame. The Dodgers got absolutely lined up and hazed. Uh, it's, it sucks. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, there's nothing they can do except go out and win it in 2020. Uh, I think this is going to motivate players. Uh, they finally get some vindication. They realize they got screwed. They're not happy about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a shame. Lined up and hazed. I like <laughs> it. So frat. Um, my, uh, yeah, Rob Manfred, I think it's just another example. He continues to fail baseball time and time again. Um, I have never, I'm going to be honest. I've never been a fan of the guy. Um, 
the minute he took away the MLB fan cave, um, that was just an absolute disaster to the whole game. You ever see the I, Dan Levitard interview with him? No. Oh, oh it's a must wait, watch. Dan Levitard like just might, lays into him. I feel like I might have read like transcript from it, but I don't think I've actually. Oh, you got to watch the video. But but time and time again, um, Manfred's ideas. Um, this this obviously is unrelated, but I understand wanting to make baseball a profitable game. But you know there was there was belief that even balls were being altered. Um, at what cost is the game that really, no matter how many offensive tailors and adjustments and wrinkles you add to it as a commissioner or as an organization, are you really going to be getting the fans that watch basketball? They're so player centric. They're so simple minded in senses of um, how much they, you know, want to just look at shoes and don't really know much outside of, you know, Russell Westbrook and five for 20, but you're not going to convert these fans. So just stop trying. Baseball's already got its fan base. Stop making alterations to the game. Stop making alterations to the ball. And for God's Seriously, sake, man. punish the team harsher, a lot harsher. Yep. That's a good point about the balls. I completely forgot about that. You know, this guy's preaching about the integrity of the game. Well, then stop altering the baseballs, bro. Yeah, come on. Yep, the ball is killing the sport. One big name that I'm glad came off the board today, it's Josh Donaldson, the 34-year-old third baseman, just signed a four-year deal with the Minnesota Twins. And I could not be more thrilled that he's not going to be wearing a Dodgers uniform. I honestly hate the move because I think the Twins need starting pitching, not more hitting. Yeah, that contract was super hefty for a 34-year-old. It's a lot of money, but I, I'm wishing for the best. The Twins, unless they do like an Astros and shock the hell out of me, they're just like a likable team. They're the Twins. They're, their fans are nice. They say like Minnesota. You know, it's like I'm hoping it you know works out. I'd like to see them in the World Series, and then we could just feast on their pitching, hopefully. And then actually, yeah, I'm glad that he's not on the Braves or the Nationals for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Nationals did not uh, do a thing to replace Anthony Rendon, and I think he comes back to bite him this year. I think Payne Strasburg was the wrong guy, personally. I agree. And it looks like the Dodgers' trade rumors have completely fizzled out as of yeah. today. It's looking more likely that Nolan Arenado is going to be leaving the NL West, if anybody. Well, I doubt it. Uh, Jeff Passan basically came out and B-slapped uh, John Paul Morosi saying he's basically making up a trade. And it looks like there's no credibility to it. So we'll see. But uh, Jeff Passan, keep an eye on that because he, uh, he might have uh, taken a big, pretty big blow at his uh, Fox Sports 1 competition, J.P. Morosi. ESPN, okay, so you FS1. guys, who you guys, who are you crowning the GOAT, Jeff Passan or Ken Rosenthal? I'm going to go Ken Rosenthal just because, and this has nothing to do with Jeff Passan, uh, ESPN baseball kind of sucks, to be honest. I mean, they got rid of baseball tonight and like – ESPN just doesn't show the respect. So I'm gonna, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it to um the guy that's always on MLB Network and Fox Sports. He just I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to agree with Ian too and he also pretty much put the athletic where it is today. Very true. He he turned it into a blog page that was nothing more than what we do and he uh brought it to prominence. So, you know, props to Kevin or Ken. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Props all. to you too, Kevin. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you all for listening to today's incline. I'm sure we'll be back once the Red Sox get their hammer thrown on them because fuck Boston. <laughs> there we go. Go Dodgers. Love to hear it again. All right. Peace out, everyone. Y'all cheat, Houston. Y'all cheaters.
buy. To your credit card rewards, greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.